Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hey, Jax, how you doing? I'm doing good. We're the green girls today. We're green with We're envy. We're so green. If you're watching on YouTube, get a load of this green. Yeah, maybe you don't see us because it's a green screen. <laughs> but if you're listening as a podcast, you're like, what the fuck are you you're talking like, about? We don't care. Move on. No, here's what we're saying. We're both wearing green. Yeah, we're green girlies. We didn't even plan to match up like this. <laughs> to be so green. We're so simpatico. <laughs> so green. So green. <laughs> um, Happy Tuesday. Um, It is only Tuesday, but it is a short week because it's July 4th. So thank God for that. So it's making it quite bearable, quite digestible. And you know what? I'm so busy this week that I actually don't even have time to like ruminate on what day it is. And it's one of those weeks where I hate to be one of those people, but there's just like not enough time. Oh my God. There's, there's plenty of time. No, no, no. Like I'm so booked and busy today that it being early in the week actually allows me to potentially get everything done that I need to get done. I feel that. Do so you have no time to lament? Yeah, because I'm doing podcast, podcast, podcast. Book club, book club, book club, meetings, 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 spray tan, spray tan, spray tan. To piggyback off of that, speaking of um, podcast, 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 we have a very special announcement today. Um, so I just dropped an episode on Shannon Ford's podcast. She interviewed me. It was super fun. This was like a few weeks ago. And we announced on there that Shannon is joining TNN for the second season of her podcast. She's wrapping up the first season now, and the second season comes out at the end of the summer. And starting then, she will officially be a TNN girly, you know, mogul energy radiating. Moguls supporting moguls. Yeah, it's very exciting. Shannon is so premium. Like, her podcasts are so good. She does them all on video and audio. And she, like, is always to the nines. Glammed she's, up. She's just one of those people who is beautiful on the inside and the outside. She's so interesting. She was born to podcast. Her she really podcast was. is so good when she's been on this show or even just like her Instagram stories everything she does is premium and I can't think of a better home than TNN you know what actually um you just reminded me of something when we had all those guest co-hosts come when you were on maternity leave our most listened to guest co-host episode was Shannon so like the toasters crave Shannon Shannon craves the toasters and now it's just a gorgeous blend of Shannon toaster energy yeah I started listening to your podcast episode this morning it was so good and I listened as a podcast instead of watching because I was like getting ready so I was just being like a 
podcast. An audio girl. An audio girl, as so many of you are mm-hmm. out there. And it's really a premium experience. Um, but I was just like loving her, like admitting that she's obsessed with us. And it's like, if only she, like I know, I know. That you told her how obsessed you are. I know. But I don't think she understands. No, like normalize acknowledging being obsessed with people because like more often than not like the feeling is mutual sometimes it's not yeah but I do feel like sometimes people like overuse that trope like I'm obsessed with you and it's like there's a difference between that whatever that is and how we feel about Shannon no I literally replied to every single one of her Instagram stories hey where's that dress from like as if I could wear the same dress as fucking Shannon Ford she's six feet tall um I'm like hey what are you doing hey are you in the city I'm like I'm a freak. You know, when I see she's in New York, I'm like giddy. I'm, I'm like, like, good. Oh, a text should be coming. <laughs> I'm like, this is great for New York. And now we have her in our grasp. Yeah. And she can never let go. Yeah. So that's very exciting. And then also speaking of book club, I wanted to tell you that. So I finished the book that you selected for the Redheads on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you're recording the episode today and it comes out Thursday, right? Yeah. July 7th, though. Like oh. the first Thursday of July. Why? Because but I was I- actually thinking about dropping it. I, the Redheads, you know, we are like death and taxes. You can always rely that it's we'll true. be there. Just every once in a while, it's second Thursday of the month but you know things happen but they push back tax day sometimes Ex- thank every you every once in a while COVID. every once in a while like when there's something really big and the girls like can't find a day right, that works course. we're four people with four very busy schedules of course but because we're recording the episode early and it is a holiday weekend like and people have read the book or are reading the book over the weekend like maybe it's something that you need to take with you into the weekend and like maybe we'll bump it up so I thought it was coming out this Thursday and I wasn't going to read another book until then because like I find it confusing like sometimes I read a book and then I read another one and that previous book is just gone in my memory so you wanted to listen to the episode on Thursday well regardless of when it drops officially I can always send it to you oh that's true that's true because I really want to experience like in real time yeah the redheads effect because I'm always you know two years late to the party I will send it to you when we're done with it but I was thinking about dropping it early so let me know what you think about that idea um and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was how we literally turned into the number one mental health podcast on the planet yesterday I cannot tell you how many messages I got from two groups of people mostly from people who have had intrusive thoughts and were like so embarrassed and petrified to ever admit it out loud yeah and like not even seek therapy because they thought they would be diagnosed as like a serial killer right when it's actually so normal yeah and I guess I realized I don't think I was ever comfortable about talking my about my intrusive thoughts until my friend Abe mentioned one that he had that was so like my brain I was like how do you know that and then he was like no my therapist told me it's like so common so now I feel like cool talking about it but if you ever had them and you don't know what it is like you're you like freak- I'm a horrible scary person right like thinking about like throwing your newborn baby down the stairs like yeah that's what I've seen also I thought when people were saying intrusive thoughts they just meant like you know general anxiety worrying about the world the worst possible things that can happen but that's not that no intrusive thoughts are the ones that just like you know having you. a lovely moment and they just like come out of nowhere and it's like the worst thing you could do and it's also like you acting not something happening yeah you know so I like I'm really glad I brought it up because I feel like a lot of people yesterday on the podcast had that moment that I had with my friend Abe like years ago yeah. so it's no, totally normal I had that moment where I'm like oh that's what intrusive thoughts are and I know exactly what you're talking about so you're not crazy thank god yeah also, the second group of people I got a lot of messages from were like micro influencers being like, thank you so much for this segment on influencers. Like I had a lot of tagged in stories of like people with like, you know, under 20,000 followers just being like, this is such a good episode. Oh my God, that's so great. So we're out here representing the influencer community, influencer community and the mental health community. And that's really all you can ask for. I from love the that for us. Yeah. I love that. Um, so that's really all I had to add to life today. Oh, except I know I've been keeping everyone up to abreast on my sleeping journey and I know like nobody cares, but like this is how we got into the intrusive thoughts conversation yesterday because mm. I took melatonin and I slept really good. So I took melatonin again and I went to bed at 10 o'clock. I woke up at 2 a.m. and I was up till 5. 
Whoa. It was horrible. You know what? I thought there was nothing worse than not being able to fall asleep. No. Sleeping, waking up for a few hours, then going back to sleep is the worst thing on the planet. Yeah. Okay, so no more melatonin for you because also like melatonin, yeah, you sleep so good, so you take it again and again, and then eventually it stops working, and then you're just like hooked. So yeah. just quit while you're ahead. I know. I just like want to be able to sleep. Like I always look at Theo, and I, I am envious of so many things in Theo's life. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't have to pay bills. He doesn't have you know the weight of the world on his shoulders, and he also doesn't ever have to worry about falling asleep. He closes his eyes, boom, asleep. Yeah, nothing really keeps him up at night. But that's also because he kind of has his life in order. You know, he's a responsible that's true. adult, and yeah. like. He doesn't leave these things hanging that keep him up at night. That's true. But like, I just crave that sort of mindless energy. Yeah. Well, what if you took like a really hot bath right before bed? Not like at six o'clock. So I'm at a place like in my life and my physical journey where like, I just really don't (laughs) like fit in my bathtub anymore. I have a really small bathtub. And when I first moved into the apartment, like it was tight. Yeah. But you've grown. But it was doable. Um, I've grown enormously in width. And I'm sure I could fit, but it's just like, who wants to be like sausaged into... Like a sardine. Yeah. Even though I will say, um, today marks the day where I lost 15 pounds. And I'm really proud of myself. Because I've just been trying to, thank you, cut back a little bit. You know, it's summertime. The chub rub is out of control. Um, And I definitely look and feel the same. So that's awesome. It's really great. Um, So maybe I should try getting back in the tub. Yeah. Yeah. You no. need to lose weight. No, to fit people into are like, your what's your goal weight? I'm like, I just want to fit in my tub. Yeah. But like, I don't want to like be dramatic. My tub is so small. Yeah, no, but also like, sure, you fit into it, but like, you want to splay out. I can't really you spread need my legs. to come and use my tub. It's like, so not disgusting. to rub it in. You don't I, even like baths. I, I started taking baths more. I take baths more. You I used to never huge, take baths. deep tub that huge. overlooks the city. I could literally city. like drown in it. It's so it's big. Disgusting. And yeah, there's a big window overlooks the city I don't know what they can see and I don't want to think about it yeah like their problem not mine yeah 100% um it's really wonderful you should come over for a sleepover one night I would love that and you should use my tub I just need a bath like I used to be such a bath girly mm-hmm. and I haven't taken a bath bath in- time Q&A right your and brand pe- is suffering no and people are always like bring back the bath time Q&A I'm like girly I can't fit <laughs> <laughs> so that was part of like the impetus behind seeing the snow before Christmas when I wanted to move last year um a tub was like a huge thing for me I'll even take a good tub in the guest bathroom. Like, I just need one good tub because I'm normally a shower. But, like, I don't know. There's nothing like a midday tub. No, but, like, if you did a late night tub, you of might course. have an easier time relaxing is no, what I'm know. saying. I'm, like, there are just, I go through periods in my life where, like, sleep evades me. And it makes me abnormally enraged. Like, it's so annoying. Yeah. Also, maybe try a physical book not the kindle because oh. i do f- like i feel like whenever i read a physical book i'm like this shit sucks that's I'm true sleepy. it's so boring i'm sleepy good yeah, night that's a good call and i do wonder sometimes if the kindle has um blue light blue light i read like the most misleading study like i was looking for now at the redheads we do like a book news segment and now that i started it like I, there's no book news so i have to like go searching and i saw this dumbass npr article that was like reading on an e-reader like makes you makes it harder for readers to fall asleep and I was like oh okay click let me read about this study they literally sampled 10 people that's why you need to read the fine print because that doesn't tell you shit about agreed fuck. agreed 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 and like what were these 10 people going through like right what was on their mind maybe they, they had their lives s- together like Theo or no, no like yeah maybe they couldn't sleep because like rent was due or like other things that were keeping them up yeah yeah that's moronic, moronic. In, in order for a study to be like actually legit I think you need to do like 100 people that's, I don't think that's like legit. I think the bigger the study, you know, the more legit. But yeah, 10's not, not going to cut, cut it, it no. NPR. And I can't believe they would even like push that forward. No, that's like embarrassing for the public radio community. <laughs> yeah. 
What does the N stand for? National? National. Cool, I cool. Believe. Believe, believe, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've got a great show. <laughs> we've got five stories. Um, we have an interview that we're, we're doing today. Are yeah. we releasing it today? We're, we're releasing it. We're going to make the YouTube like, today, and then it will be in the podcast tomorrow. I feel like that's fair. I feel like that's fair, too. So, if you, so wanna... if you want the exclusive, obviously subscribe so you know when it happens. That's the thing about being a subscriber. You get exclusive content. And you're subscribed. And you're good in my book. So. You know where else you get exclusive content? Patreon and we recorded a podcast yesterday that will go up today so if you need extra content we've got you and it's so good and so funny it's all about things that give you the ick like that people do that you know potential partners Partners. do and how you could be falling in love with someone and then you have to like wait online with them and And it's over it's dead fizzled it's such a good funny episode and head over to patreon.com for more good funny episodes um because there are so many so many and if you're not a patron and you join today like there's 250 plus episodes in the morning toast waiting for you where we're seven seven dollars and 99 cents particularly unhinged yeah no i feel much more comfortable like it's more of a safe space on patreon because if you're paying for content like more likely than not like you're not a troll yeah but also, don't get me wrong there are trolls who will go to the length of paying seven dollars oh, they will and they don't know this yet i'm here to tell them that they are fans mm-hmm. thank you so much for your support we well, really appreciate it you know what we were talking about this yesterday about how like i've recently become obsessed with one particular influencer i will like literally never say their name um and I'm, it's like a hate watching thing uh-huh, but you're a true fan i guess i am yeah and, no and like that's beautiful yeah and even though you might have come to it in a non-traditional way through the route of hate mm-hmm. like you're a fan you're supporting her work and i love that for both of you yeah you're giving a view yeah but you're getting like you enjoy yeah for sure it's just like not your typical i, I enjoy it in a negative way yeah but like enjoyment is enjoyment that's Put so that on true. Canva Pro graphic. Enjoyment is enjoyment. Um, so let's dive in, right? Let's dive right into the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is brought to you by Figs. Figs is on a mission to take awesome scrubs suited for the awesome humans working in healthcare. So forget the boxy, itchy scrubs. Figs are engineered to be ridiculously soft and incredibly durable. They use innovative technical comfort technology. Figs is blending smooth comfort, style, and durability into high-performing scrubs that help you perform at your best, whatever the day throws at you. So Figs are functional. They're modern scrubs with a focus on design, function, and comfort. They're proprietary four-way stretch fabric for a ridiculously soft feel. They're moisture-wicking, anti-wrinkle, and anti-odor, thanks to the Silvador antimicrobial technology. If you don't know where to start at Figs, their super popular core scrubs never go out of stock or style. I have actually core scrubs because I um, love to lounge around in stretchy materials Mm -hmm. and I don't discriminate whether they're scrubs or whatever you know yeah comfort is comfort comfort is comfort and figs are premium so if there's like a healthcare worker in your life who you want to surprise with something nice I feel like it makes a huge difference in your day like how much you feel comfortable in your clothing like you'll perform better you'll feel better um so check out figs they believe that awesome humans in healthcare deserve scrubs that match head to wearfigs.com and use code toast to get 15% off your first order that's w-e-a-r-f-i-g-s.com Code toast for 15% off your first order. Thank you, Claudia. 
Our first story is a story that I'm weirdly very invested in. Charlie D'Amelio and Landon Barker are dating. It's early stages, says a source to People Magazine. So the TikTok star and entrepreneur is dating drummer Travis Barker's son, who's also a musician and budding fashion designer, a source tells People exclusively. They say, quote, they're seeing each other and it's early stages. The stars are both 18. We love a age-appropriate mm-hmm. relationship. This is so cute. You know what's so interesting to me? is how like punk rock is like making the biggest comeback of course when we think of like blink 182 and just like that genre of music i'm in love with an emo girl it's giving like early 2000s yeah but not even through music but i think like through celebrity punk is becoming like cool again and it's so interesting how it's like trickling down from like 40 year olds like the kardashians to 18 year olds like charlie everybody's choosing the punk rockers mgk yeah Travis, now Landon, even um, Addison Ray's boyfriend is a punk rocker who plays with MGK and uh, Travis. Travis. Okay, this is, I'm glad you brought her up because this story is really interesting to me because I always like associate Charlie and Addison, even though they're different ages, like they're the TikTok girlies. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even though there's trouble in paradise between Addison and Courtney, like Addison is friends with Courtney and then like Charlie is dating her son. You know, I thought the same thing. It's just like two different levels. Yeah, it's just interesting. And also now it's like, I don't even know if Addison and Charlie are friends. I'm sure they're, you know, acquaintances. acquaintances. But now if, like, the whole punk rock crew is getting together, then Addison and Charlie are going to be hanging out. Well, so do you have confirmed proof that there's trouble in paradise between Courtney and... She wasn't at the wedding. And I'm sorry, like, the size of the wedding and considering how close they were uh, last summer, she should have been invited. Yeah, but there's no, like, concrete proof that they're not friends anymore. No, and I don't think they're probably... I don't think they're, like, enemies, but they were close, and now they're less close. I wonder if Courtney still follows Addison on Instagram. I'm sure she does. I don't think there's beef. Right. I think that they are less close. And that's sad to me. Because they were so close. No, and it was, like, an iconic, albeit bizarre, friendship. Yeah. So, yeah, my thought immediately also went to, like, Courtney and Charlie. I know. And Which I'm is sure, like so bizarre. But like Courtney loves the TikTokers. I'm sure Mason is thrilled about this. Oh my God. I forgot how literally this would affect Mason. It's really, it's quite beautiful. You yeah. couldn't write a better relation. I couldn't, like if we put our list together of 18 year olds, I would never even have thought to put them together. No, but also this is just like an interesting moment in Kardashian history where like they're also now being brought into the next generation in terms of like relevance. Mm-hmm. They're not really like aging out of this TikTok age because like now they're kids. This is like, the I mean, it's Travis's kid, but it's Courtney's stepchild. And it's like, it's the second generation of Kardashians like and their fame. Like this is just the start because like, you know, North pretty soon is going to be on the cover of magazines. Like yeah. this is just the beginning of Kardashian Gen 2.0 taking the lead yeah it's so crazy i really ship i really do he's a nice boy from what we've seen on kardashians and charlie's a nice girl too you know i don't think they're gonna be getting into trouble are we gonna get season two of the d'amelio show yes we are i'm gonna be watching it they went to the hulu like upfronts to Mm -hmm. promote because I don't remember what I said about it by the time I finished the show. I remember. What did I say? You were really shocked at how much, like, mental health. But did I enjoy the show? What did I say about that? I think you did. I think I did, too. If you finished it, you enjoyed it. The way it. that I look back on it, like, it was filled with so much tea and insight. And, like, I never would have expected, like, this is these girls day to day. And I want more. Yeah. I want more. I, I fully, like the show and I definitely will be watching it um I do hope it's like a little more like a little deeper this time I feel like it was a little surface level especially with Charlie not with Dixie but like this is the thing and it's the same with the Kardashians like I don't know when they filmed it but like 
Dixie just released an album. She's like playing at all these iHeartRadio jingle balls. She's doing this cover that's going viral of Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. Like, that's what I want to see. And like, I think they've stopped filming months ago. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like this delayed gratification, especially with social media influencers. It's like, it doesn't work. Wait, and also they're both like Hulu families. Yes. Do you think this is PR? I don't think they would use 18. Like, they're too young. Wait, that's a good call. No, I don't. Because the relationship like makes a lot of sense. I know, but like... They're both like the first families of Hulu. Yes. However, um, aside from this report, like if you're in the TikToking world, which I am, like you've seen like videos of them like leaving and going to parties together for like a couple months. It's not like a random blast. Okay. okay. It seemed pretty organic. Okay. Okay, great. Love it. Yeah. How do you think Lil Hootie is handling this? Uh, I don't know him. I'm so- like, I just don't know. Okay. But they're friends, right? But Charlie obviously has a type because, like, Lil Hootie is also, like, a more of, like, an emo punk musician. Like, really, they look kind of similar, like, black shaggy hair, tall and skinny. Like, Charlie obviously has a type. Yeah. We love a consistent queen. We do. And, but in the show, like, her and Huddy are friends. Mm-hmm. So they could still be friends, even though she has a new man. Yeah, I think a lot of people took that friendship as, like, the building blocks to getting back together. I didn't see sparks between them. I did not. At the Benihana. Even I literally don't know them whatsoever. No, same. Um, I just also think that, like, this is an interesting moment in time for the talkers as well, because I definitely think, just in terms of fame, like, the Addison and Charlie's, like, they peaked. And I just feel like, at, for a while, I was like, Addison is doing everything right. But now I'm kind of seeing, like, how they both played with the cards they were dealt like the D'Amelios were much more I think like long-term focus like they started a 25 million dollar venture capitalist fund like they're like in it for the for the long haul like they're being really smart um and Addison just feels like she's been so distant lately but to me the Addison distance feels like a choice not a, a byproduct of choices that she made like I feel like she's always on vacation right now like focusing on herself and her happiness I think she has like movie roles lined up but is working less because she's enjoying her life, we'll not because see. people aren't hiring her. We'll see. We'll have to see. We shall see. I miss Addison, though. Me that too. was like a really fun time when she was everywhere and she's all that was everything. Was all that. She was all that. Truly. I look forward to her next leading role. Me too. Leading Are lady. Are you ready for our next story? Speaking of celebrity spawn. Yes. Ben Affleck's son, Samuel, age 10, accidentally backs into a Lamborghini in a BMW Wait, LA dealership. Age 10? Age 10. Do you not see this story? Ben Affleck's I, son. I got a people notification, but it didn't register for me that a 10-year-old <laughs> was behind the wheel. Right. Okay, so Ben Affleck's son, Samuel Garner. That's interesting that he has his mom's last name. Oh, progressive. That's very interesting. Got into a fender bender while visiting a luxury car rental dealership over the weekend. So he was with his dad and J-Lo at 777 Exotics in L.A., where Ben let his preteen get into the driver's seat of a yellow Lamborghini. While in the vehicle, he hit a white BMW station behind him. The car was on? Yeah, he like was test- He was try- trying out cars in a dealership. The 10-year-old wanted to get in the front seat, so he did, and he accidentally backed up into another car. It wasn't a big deal, and there weren't like marks on the car, but like Ben was really upset, according to all these sources. But okay, yeah, but that like, sounds right. I'm I know. Not- yeah. No, he... he- I'm not judging, like I'm not parent yeah. shaming, but like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Your kid is 10 years old and it's not like you're, you're literally in a Lamborghini exotic, like what the fuck are no, you doing? I think this was just like a moment where he just like forgot who he was, where For, he was, yeah. the ages. And it's like, oh, we're in a dealership. Like he's not going on the street. Like let him get in the front seat. Ha ha. Not funny. How did his feet even reach the pedals? Like, this story is so confusing to Maybe me. Maybe he's a tall child, tall for his age. What do you think the damage was, like, monetarily? You, you didn't walk out scot-free. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know what the damage was, but I think more like the damage to his image is worse. Like, no, I mean, this is so embarrassing. And I feel like Jennifer Gardner is like a very strict mom. Oh, she's not happy so about So when this. she heard that like her ex-husband let their 10-year-old get in the front seat of a sports car that was on. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got his ass fucking ripped when, when he got dropped yeah, no, the kid back I off. I could just like imagine how he sh- felt and then after. how she felt hearing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But him, like, knowing, like, it's, he's in trouble. The whole world knows. Like, like it's just bad. It's bad. What do you think the relationship between J-Lo and Jay Gardner is? <gasps> I think it's bad because. Yes, because of, of the, the history. history. Because of the history. Even though, like, when Jennifer Gardner and Ben Affleck did get divorced, it was, like, very much her decision. She found happiness immediately with someone afterwards. Like, she was the one. But it can't feel good that, like, the man even if it was your decision to break up the marriage, it can't feel good that the man you shared a life with for so many years ended up back with the woman yeah, that I he was like, with before you. I think before these two got back together, I'm sure J-Lo like resented Jennifer Garner because like she got, you know, she, she stole got the him life. To, and she got him to the finish line. Mm-hmm. And like, that was the, the, you know, the next girl. And like, she resented her. And now like it goes both ways. Yeah. All the years like I'm J-Lo sure spent when, thinking about Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Garner's now spent thinking about J-Lo. I think there is mutual hate. But but when you are co-parenting and you're in a new relationship, like you have to get along. But I also think as co-parents, like they probably don't speak. They, I think they do like the bare minimum communication. By the way, I don't know these people. It's just, just vibe I'm getting. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, some co-parents like are involved and, you know, blended and others just like text about the kids. And I, right. this feels like a text about the kids situation. Mm-hmm. And I think Ben and Jennifer Garner barely speak. So J-Lo and Jen Garner, no. Yeah. But like if they do get married and like the kids are going to like spend time with J-Lo, like Jennifer Garner is going to need to know that like her kids are safe with J-Lo. And I know they are, but like you have to communicate. Like that's honestly, when I think about co-parenting, like in a hypothetical situation, like not I feel two ways about it I would make my blood fucking boil like get your fucking disgusting hands off my kids yeah but it's also like wow another person wants to take care of my kids so I can go on vacation sign me up like I I don't know where I would fall I think it depends on the person yeah and it also depends on how your marriage ended yes but like if the person is someone, I mean, maybe you could never see them in a favorable light if you, if there's all these other residual feelings, but if it was some like, you know, bad Meredith Blake. Oh, well that, that's not even what I'm thinking about. I'm just thinking about like, I don't know, maybe like an air ahead. Yeah. Well, like that's like if someone getting into a relationship, like with a much younger woman, which yeah. does happen a lot. Yeah. And then it's weird. It's like, you also feel like, is this 25-year-old prepared to take care of my adult children, not my teenage children? Right, right. There's so many things that go into it. It can be done. You can blend, sure. But there's a lot of factors. But people who do it, like, seamlessly and very maturely and, like, put the kids first have my utmost respect. Mm -hmm. Like, I think there's nothing harder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there are so many dynamics. Right. And people can be, you know, everyone has their individual personalities. No, and parenting is, like, so personal. Like, your choices when it comes to your kids are, like, everyone has the best intentions, but what you choose might like literally someone else might think is so crazy. Yeah. 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 I hope I never get there. Well, speaking of parenting, our next story, Chris Pratt cried over the backlash from his post praising his quote, healthy daughter. Do you remember this? Remind me. Chris Pratt, uh, went on Instagram to talk like glow about his wife and he was like find someone who looks at you the oh, way yes, the- Catherine looks at me and then he said like you she's know, given me beautiful healthy for- daughters she gave me a beautiful healthy daughter and everyone thought that was like a, a slight snub. 
at his son and with Anna Faris because, because they, he has like some health issues. He was premature. He was seven weeks premature, and he was in the NICU. Okay, that's and like so everyone thought that that's what it was, and now he's on the cover of Men's Health, and he's saying that that whole situation made him cry. I feel like he's always on the cover of Men's Health, you know? Yeah, uh, he's always on the cover like of something. These pictures are actually really cute. And, like, dad-like. Chris Pratt is hot. Like, Oh, for sure. Everybody knows that. But, like, look at him on the cover. He's, like, being, like, men's healthy, but also, like, dad body. And I feel like people don't really talk about the evolution of Chris Pratt. No, literally, it's all people talk about. When he was, like, playing only, like, the fat, funny friend. Uh-huh. And then he, like, went on a Blowed diet up. and became a leading man. Like, how, first of all, how fucked up is that? Like, you can't be chubby and a leading man. But his evolution is really interesting but to me never, I don't think about it he never lost his chubby energy no and by the way and I'm that's so, why he has staying power I'm so glad you brought that up chubby energy is so important like mm-hmm. I feel like we talk about celebrities like weight loss journeys a lot um and for me like as a chubby fat okay fat person like I, I can't lie and say like when a when someone gets famous for being big and then not for being big they get famous when they're big and then they lose weight like when they get really famous like it does feel like a little bit like a betrayal mm-hmm. um but what really feels like the betrayal is like they lose that spark you know yeah when you are a heavy person especially in entertainment so you're like one of the only you have to work much harder to be like funnier and charismatic you you work extra hard on your personality because other people don't have to do that they can rely on their looks in entertainment which is like a looks-based industry so I always feel sad for like the, lo- the loss of the spark yeah but do you think that you feel differently when it's a man versus a woman like maybe you feel more give me, of a, a, give me an example of a man who's lost a lot of weight and like changed his like like and lost his chubby spark no no just give me and I'll tell you if he lost his chubby spark Jonah Hill lost his chubby spark okay still a little bit there but not nearly as much um, and then the female category, Melissa McCarthy, like Rebel Wilson, Rebel we were Wilson. Just talking about. I don't know if Rebel lost her spark. I mean, it's, it's too soon to tell. You know, yeah, it's there's new. too much RMN going around. We can't sift through and see where the spark is. I would be lying if I said Melissa McCarthy didn't lose a little bit of her spark. She became like a really serious actress. But she's also just like choosing different roles. Yeah, which is a part of that. You have more options, which is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like you have so many more options at one weight than you do at another. Like when you're plus size in Hollywood, like you are constantly fat, funny friend. Yeah. And you know what? Melissa McCarthy was the one of the most successful overweight actresses because she had movie after movie that was her movie. Like she wasn't friend of supporting role. It was her movie, but she was like this comically self-deprecating character. But you know what? Good for her. She definitely moved the needle. Yeah. And I don't mean this as an insult at all. Like I just find it to be like an, a genuinely interesting observation. Yeah. So back to his kid. He never lost his chubby energy. And he's saying that, you know, people who were saying it was a dig at his wife, he said, quote, that is fucked up. My son's going to read that one day. He's nine and it's etched in digital stone. It really fucking bothered me, dude. I cried about it. I mean, I I feel that that is bothersome because saying like, I love my wife. She gave me a healthy child is a very common thing to say. People, I think we're looking too much into it. And I do believe that was the takeaway we had when we reported on it, like last year or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can see that bothering him, and he has every right for it to bother him. Yeah. That's messed up. It is messed up. But um, they also just had another baby, right? Yeah. Uh, They're so low-key. Oh, that's a cute name. Really cute. And they have another daughter, Layla, the one who was beautiful, healthy daughter. Got it, got it. And what's his na- his son's name with Anna Faris? Jack. Does Anna Faris date? I'm sure. I wonder what she's getting into. I'm sure she's doing her thing. I'm going to do my thing. I'ma do my thing. That's Anna Faris getting ready for a date. Anna Faris. 
<laughs> is like such an iconic actress. Like, she I really, wish she would act more. No, she really is. And the people who have worked with her say like the most glowing things about her acting. Like Ugh. she was in that movie that everyone's obsessed with, Lost in Translation. You know oh, the she one? Was? She was like uh she wasn't like she was in like a comedic role mm -hmm. and the movie's about like Scar Joe and Tom Hanks but I remember reading like Tom Hanks like was taken with Anna Faris oh I'd love to hear that mm -hmm. obviously like my extent my knowledge of Anna Faris's work is more like house bunny um just friends what's my number what's your number mm -hmm. just friends and I think like just friends that was the same takeaway from like the people on set for that movie I, like, I'd love to hear star. that and yeah. I'm sure she's a delight to work with yeah and I just really wish her the best. Like, I do love a queen who respects podcasts, but I need her to get back on the horse. Like, it's, t it's time for another rom-com. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Come and find me. I'm ready, too, but not Ooh. before I let you know that the rest of the show is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. We must know this. We're also excited to travel this summer, but have you ever thought about all the people that it takes to make a vacation truly great? Well, you know that outstanding talent is crucial for a successful business, and if you're hiring, you can find talent for roles like these and more at ZipRecruiter when you try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash toast. So you know a vacation, like when you go on a trip, if the concierge is like so above and beyond helpful, all the staff is just like so kind, welcoming, and warm, and that's all about just like having a good hiring experience, and ZipRecruiter is it. They use powerful technology to find and match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review these recommended candidates and invite your top choices to apply. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy to filter, review, and rate your candidates. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. It's no wonder ZipRecruiter is the number one rated hiring site based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of January 2022. So travel to this easy to remember destination, ziprecruiter.com slash toast. That's where you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash T-O-A-S-T. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Today's episode is also brought to you by Slotomania. Life's too short for a day without fun. Get a thrill whenever you need it at Slotomania, the world's number one free slot game. You'll have endless excitement at your fingertips with 170 free-to-play slot games, huge jackpots, an interactive community, and a million free coins. So you can join the biggest community of slot lovers in the world. You can interact with fellow players, form cooperative slot oak hands with new friends, or you can enter electrifying live tournaments. You can also become a VIP member to get your own personal account manager. Connect with millions of other slot fans on the Slotomania Facebook app. Facebook page, the biggest slot community in the world. You can share your wins with the world, get love and feedback from other members 24-7. So it's a really unique gaming experience. They have gorgeous graphics, huge jackpots, fun freebies, and mini games. And there's something new every day for an endless variety of fun. And the rush you feel when you win a big jackpot, I mean, you know me, I'm a gambling girly. I love the casino. I love playing it on my phone. It's everything of the sort. When your day is feeling stale, just ask, what will today spin? If you're 21 or older, you can join millions of players around the world. Do download Slotomania, the number one free slots game, on the App Store or Google Play Store and get a million free coins. That's Slotomania on the App Store or Google Play Store for a million free coins. Okay, our next story, some glowing Kardashian news. Kris Jenner honors Khloe Kardashian her 38th birthday party, saying, you are the queen of our family. So yesterday was Khloe's birthday, and the tributes were coming, and they didn't stop coming. Okay, but did you notice, maybe I missed it because I went to bed early, that Khloe nor, uh, Kylie nor Kendall posted for Khloe? What? Let me just double check. Kylie Jenner in feed. No. And she has no stories in the last 24 hours. Maybe she's just like on a social media break. Kendall in feed. No, last picture is the one of her ass. 
Um, was she at and the no birthday stories. party? Oh, she was at the birthday party and posted a picture of Chris. Okay, but she was at the birthday party. They're obviously not on the outs if she was there. It's just weird. No, like the Kardashians are always on schedule with birthday posts. Like, I'm sure yeah. they have like a Google Doc with captions and photos. I thought that was interesting. That is interesting. There was a party at Chris's house last night. She made a drunken toast to Chloe, who she said is the queen of our family. Um, and everyone was just celebrating Coco, which we love. But check your phone because Kim just posted a carousel of photos from, North from last Spur- night from North's birthday okay. camp North and look what she look at the look at the weekend look at the moment camp she, North they flew Kim's plane oh to like this wilderness outdoor adventure it looks like Kim with Toast. like all of North's friends it literally looks like Kim Toast it looks like a oh my gosh she tagged Jessica Simpson that's her kid oh my god I love that looks like a dream oh my god and the inside of the plane is decorated with like cla- like camp logs and shit like that. They slept in little tents. Oh my, this is so cute. They went like ropes course. Like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. No, literally? it looks like Cam Toast. And also remember that episode of Kardashians where Kim was saying that North is obsessed with camping and they had to go camping with like Tracy. She should send North to like camp. Yeah, she should. Do you think North could go to camp? I'm sure there there's like very be. elite camps. Yeah, where she could have her privacy. Oh my God, this is so cute, by the way. I'm like, I'm guffawing no, over. Like, she checked Jessica Simpson in two photos. What's her oldest daughter's name? Birdie or named, Max? They're all named Birdie. Maxie Drew. Cute. I love this so much. I love this aesthetic. I wonder where this is. It looks beautiful, this yeah. campgrounds. Maybe it's like Wyoming or Montana. Yeah, I mean, they're near so many. Or even like Idaho. Big Sur. Yeah. But where they went on Chelsea Sunset, where they went camping. It was like so nice. That doesn't look like the Sur. Sur La Table. It doesn't look like a <laughs> sexy, unique restaurant. It doesn't look like Big Sur La Okay, but back to this. Okay, back to Chloe's birthday. Um, you know what this makes me think? You know when it's your birthday and like you're seeing someone new and it's like either they do something for it your birthday. It accelerates it. Or it's like you didn't recognize my birthday. You didn't even like get me a flower or anything. Like you obviously don't care about me. Moving on. If she does have a businessman beau, like this could be a true test. Yes, I always feel like if it's the right relationship, like your birthday or the, the other person's birthday will come at a really good time to either like move the relationship forward a little bit faster than normal or completely derail it. And it's like a sign whether the relationship is meant to work. So I was thinking that too. Um, the birthday party looked like so, it was like a dinner party. It looked very like elegant, of course, chef. Everyone was wearing gowns and diamonds, but it was very low key. Um, and it looked so fun and so nice. And Kim posted a bunch of stories, mostly of Chris Jenner being wasted. Um, but she did when they were all sitting at the table and Chris was giving... Um, the speech she flipped the camera to chloe and she had to like swerve around the table i was literally like looking at every person's face i'm like who is that who is that all i really saw was malika chloe and then like this old man in the back i don't think that was her business memo um <laughs> but you never know you never know you never know whatever is gonna make chloe happy i just like i really hope he was there even though like that one singular report like we got nothing no oh, follow-up <laughs> Yeah, in the, per- in the pink that? shirt. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking, who is that? But he got a premium spot in Kim's Instagram. He's at, Instagram. like, the head of the table. Yeah. If anybody knows this man, please let us know. It's so random. That is so funny. But I didn't really get to see, like, a good viewing of who was truly there. Yeah. True was there. That's who was truly there. Um, I also was obsessed with Chris. You know, I'm entering, like, my coastal grandmother aesthetic. And not Chris isn't coastal grandmother. No. She's, like, elevated, like, mature matronly hollywood grandmother um so i'm definitely like i'm interested in what she's serving up she looked so glamorous in that like big gown yeah and chloe looks amazing chloe looks amazing all the girls are season all the girls are looking great yeah i would love to know like why kendall 
didn't post. I agree with you. Like, Kylie's not that alarming because they said on the show, like, Kylie goes through bouts where she decides, like, not to put Stormy on social media, not to go on social media. So that doesn't really, like, perplex me. But, like, the Kendall thing does, especially because she literally posted one day ago a picture of her bare ass. Like, she's obviously engaging. She has the app on her phone, you know? Yeah. I agree. That is that is kind just of Just something weird. to note. But she was at the party, so mm-hmm. whatever that means. Also, speaking of Hulu, I just told Claudia, but the new season of Only Murders in the Building premieres tonight. So that's really exciting. Two episodes. It is really exciting. I saw some like footage from the red carpet um, of Selena um, looking glamorous. You it's got to keep an eye out for Selena. And sometimes like I just sit back and think about my journey with, with Selena Gomez. <laughs> and like it really, it shocks me like how I used to like not like her at all. And like now I'm, I can't get enough. Like can't get rare enough. beauty, give it. Yeah. Only murders, need it. Uh-huh. Selena, everything. Yeah. If you had told me like, 10 years ago that there would be a time when I was like more obsessed with Selena than Miley like yeah. I would say who is this traitor yeah that's so Get true out of my face that's so true yeah I have a couple people like that obviously Miranda Lambert comes to mind right but I also feel like Miranda Lambert's like my hatred of Miranda Lambert was like a byproduct of her negative media coverage coverage like misogynistic okay so she literally wanted to date a bunch of guys in a row who cares um so I just feel like I was tricked also Jason Aldean is up there I used to really like not fuck with him but I kind of think like I like his music yeah I used to like really not like him um <laughs> I like for literally no reason other than the fact that I just decided you not just to decided. like him I just like I'm a hate-filled person and, like I'm <laughs> I'm trying to be better like I really am yeah and just like question yeah everything yeah but I feel like there are other people that you hate like where you have ground Charlie Puth yeah Right. Right. No, I have my reasons. Yeah. And I don't really feel as bad for like hating men for no reason than I do for hating women. Cause like then it's just like just my internalized misogyny. Yeah. yeah. Like why, why did I hate Selena Gomez? Cause she was a little messy. Like aren't we all? Yeah. But it was also because of the rivalry of growing up. I think it was like so ingrained. Yes. Because you were either one or the other. And like we literally would have taken a bullet for Hannah Montana. Multiple. Multiple. Like there was no better show, better Disney star, better, better musician, better person, better celebrity than Hannah Montana. And I think we felt like the other girls, like Demi and Selena, were just like coming for Hannah's neck. Yeah. And we weren't into it. And then like the Jonas Brothers got involved and made it like really tense. And so we stuck with Miley. No, stuck I was with like Miley. team Miley. There was no question. Do you remember when you met Hannah Mo- Miley, like shortly after Hannah Montana in her like iconic long wavy hair era at Topshop. Yeah, I do. Does that go down in history as like one of the best days of your life? Yeah, for sure. Because there was no celebrity who I was more obsessed with or I've ever, maybe now the way I feel about like Kim Mm -hmm. and Kylie is how I felt then. But now it's more of a mature. But it was your number one. It was my every, it was my personality. Like I was Miley Stewart. You weren't going to tell me anything. She's just being Miley. I was just, she's just being Jackie. Like couldn't tell me that I I wasn't. I know. So I'm glad you had that moment. Yeah. Do you think that's like the most starstruck you've ever been? I don't recall being that starstruck, which is weird because I'm so shy and I was alone. So no one was there to like help Who took the picture? me. That's a great question. Because it was like, it wasn't a selfie. No, it wasn't it a was selfie. It was a Blackberry. I mean, maybe I was with Olivia then if some, cause someone has to take the picture and it doesn't sound like my personality to go up to Miley alone. No, no. So maybe I was with Olivia cause we were downtown. Well, Olivia will like, is actually the perfect person to be with like in a situation like that. Cause she, like she will support hundred percent, take the picture. She'll approach. That's yes, probably yes. how, that's probably how it happened because I know myself and I would never have approached on my own. Especially when you were like much younger. Yeah. I always think about that. I think the most starstruck I've ever been was when I met Harry Styles. Yeah. That was like 
one of the best and worst experiences of my life because I looked like a loser and like I acted like a loser and I'm sure he was like not interested in pursuing a friendship and you were a loser right and I still am so it's good to know that I'm consistent <laughs> yeah but just know like no matter how cool you were in the moment like you weren't gonna be friends okay so and normally that's sad on that normally I agree but it's not like I went up to Harry like hey can I get a picture I love you like I went over and I was like hey it's me and he was like Claudia like he knew me and he, like, it wasn't so much as, like, a fan moment. I didn't even get a picture. It was just, like, a, introducing myself as the person he follows on Instagram for the last couple of years. And he knew me immediately. At first, he thought I was a fan, and he turned his head away. And then he looked back and was like, Claudia. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually did find out. Do you know how Harry Styles found out that Caitlyn Jenner had transitioned and her name was Caitlyn? From my Instagram. I know that for a fact. I have inside sources who told me that. Wow. Isn't that cool? That's very cool. Yeah. So I'm just like teaching Harry things. <laughs> I'm Harry's teacher. <laughs> I'm Harry's guidance counselor. That's beautiful. Yeah. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? I guess probably the most starstruck I've really ever been was when I met a Harry Ashray Weinreb. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was like quaking. Quaking. I miss him so much. What like, other I mean, you've met a lot of celebrities, but what other celebrities have you met when you weren't a celebrity? Right. No, like as a true fan, um, let me think. Yeah. I feel like growing up, like, we didn't have a lot of celebrity, like, interactions, you know? Like, I don't re recall being young and, like, meeting so many famous people, you know? Yeah. We see. never, like, went backstage at a concert or anything. No. I feel like the, what's so weird is, like, what's coming to mind is, like, when we were in, like, high school and middle school, we went out to dinner and we saw that guy from America's Next Top Model. Nigel Barker and like oh. that's like and we didn't even care we were like cool no or that one time we were at a restaurant but it was like when the we, Veronica's oh my god the Veronica's the Veronica's we were at a restaurant and we saw the Veronica's we were at Nobu and we took a picture right yeah our and mom we like were, made us go we were obsessed. obsessed we were obsessed with the Veronica's and then we saw them at Nobu and like it was the best day of our life oh my god that was so the Veronica that was the moment like yeah. that was I think we were all literally like shaking <laughs> and our mom like made us go we were like 11 yeah that that it was at Nobu, yes. Yeah. Wow, look at us fancy eating at Nobu at eleven. <laughs> I was probably having the worst time. I'm like, can we go to McDonald's? Yeah. That is so iconic. I forgot. I about think the it was my birthday. Yeah. That's iconic. It was the I, Tribeca Nobu. Nobu. Yeah. What were we doing in Tribeca? No, that's like so not us. <laughs> we were probably like trying to make it nice, you know, for yeah. your birthday. Yeah, but we didn't like I live in the city feel yet. So untouched and I. I want you so much somehow I can't resist you it's not enough to say that I miss you they were so good like and we love a sister sister duo so fucking good that is like the celebrity moment of our Encounter childhood of a lifetime yeah so niche <laughs> like we're so alternative emo indie girls. they literally have like side parts we are indie girls yeah so don't ever come for us and say that we're not yeah like like we're not mainstream we're not like other girls no not at all like I listen to Mumford. I listened to the Veronicas. Literally. <laughs> but then also we did encounter them like later in life when we were people. Like, we did? Yeah. Remember we went to that concert you like with Ryan Cabrera and you like interviewed him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Webster Hall or something? Yeah, but that was like after you went because you were an influencer. Right, so, like, right. No, count. no, it's definitely more fun to like, like have a real fan moment as like a young person, like nothing to lose it's just like you're meeting your icon and it's like the best feeling in the world and like those moments stick with you like for your whole life yeah it's the best i feel like snitch has had a lot of those moments not i feel like now she like still um runs into people and she's like what do i do what do i say yeah. can i get a picture 
Yeah, yeah. Remember I, when we saw Shay Mitchell? That's what the one I was gonna say. Oh yeah, we were at a, a restaurant. And restaurant. Snitch was like so excited. She was just having brunch with her friends. I don't think Snitch did anything about it. No, she didn't. And I'm sure she regrets it. Yeah. We all have moments like that that we, we regret. Recently, I think probably the most starstruck I've been in recent memory was when I saw RuPaul at a restaurant. And, right. like, I couldn't go over because it, it was, like, a restaurant that has, like, a no-approach rule. Um, but even him just, like, standing near me, like, I was, I was sh- like, shaking. Like, yeah. That's, like, meeting, like, Madonna. Like, he's literally, like, a living legend. Yeah. I wish I, like, I, I think, like, that one will stick with me. Like, regret the regret. But you couldn't have done anything about yeah, it. Yeah, I couldn't. Okay. Now it's time for our fifth and final story, which is a little tech news. Spotify launches a new karaoke mode. To all Spotify users, you'll now be able to sing along to your favorite tunes with the app's new karaoke feature. The streaming platform's latest update includes a karaoke mode, which allows users to sing their favorite songs with the lyrics appearing on the screen. In addition to displaying the words, the new feature also gives you a scorecard and rates your singing. That's kind of mean. Oh, love that. That's a little, like, mean. And but are who's they, doing the judging? Are who's they, deciding? Are they putting on instrumental version? Unclear. Because I saw this news. I'm like, this is such a good idea. They could literally like put the karaoke companies like out of business. Mm -hmm. But if they're not offering, like you should be able to just toggle between instrumental and non-instrumental. But not every artist puts out the instrumental version of their song. And I don't think Spotify can just be like tinkering with songs. I feel like literally moving forward, they could just be like, when you want to upload a song, also upload the... Is that how much they're going to prioritize this karaoke? Probably not. But as a karaoke fiend, I think this is great. And I'll definitely be using the feature. And also, it's a great way to learn the lyrics to songs. Like, you're just starting to oh, listen to. Oh, yeah. This to. is going to put AZ lyrics out of business. Uh, no, AZ lyrics could never go out of business. Um, Dana's going to be excited about this news. Yeah, no. And it's like, it's nice to sing along to a song. And like, if you're not like 100% sure of the words, just to have them available. Yeah. I like that. I like the beat. I like the beat. Uh, Spotify is just constantly raising the bar, like, for everyone. I'm sorry. I mean, breaking bread. Breaking bread. In music, in podcasting, in tech. Like, they never stop thinking about their users. Yeah. And it's like, when I think of, like, the podcasting wars between, like, all the networks and, you know, Spotify obviously has made the most progress in the last couple years. And it just makes me think, like, what is Apple doing? No. They're doing nothing. They do nothing. I don't even think there are... Apple podcasts like originals are there no and like why not why haven't they entered the game because it was so easy for them when podcasts started becoming they popular were like there was, it by was default, just a podcast by app. default like, like I didn't even realize that there was other podcasting right and so now that like all these like Amazon's getting really into podcasts all these big like streamers are getting into podcasts what the fuck is Apple doing with their podcast like a couple maybe like a year or two ago they launched like a Patreon thing where like you can now pay for content it was so bad first of all they were taking so much money away from creators like I would never do it and like they're just doing nothing they're giving us nothing like they should start doing like either buying up like how they're buying uh call her daddy armchair expert like how Spotify is doing that Amazon should be making their own shows buying other shows not Amazon sorry Apple and it they're makes too me think, late yeah like, what are you too doing because even them doing the subscription model like that would have been great before Patreon existed. Like right. now you're just copying everyone and you're just too late and you're not as good as copying it as Facebook is. Right. Also, if you go to the browse page on podcasts, like to me, the best part about Apple podcasts are the charts. Like those are, you can't see Spotify. I mean, people's podcast numbers. Right. Like you can see followers on other platforms. Like the only thing we have is the charts. Right. And Apple redesigned their Explore page a while ago and they like buried the charts and they like have their homepage is like messy chaotic they have all these editorial pics of podcasts yeah, no. that they push forward and it's like get this garbage out of here well, and it should be Taylor to me because here's what I subscribe to mm-hmm. Taste of Taylor mm-hmm. The Morning Toast Sophia with an F The Snatchler Caviar Dreams with Margaret Mood The Redheads uh, Hey Babe with Saul and Chris so like 
How is uh, revisionist history, top scientists design their dream experiments, something I would be interested in? Yeah. It should be like targeted and it should be tailored to things that I like. Like I'm not oh, going to walk, I'm, getting, I'm not going to listen to Axios, the cost of the economic war with Russia. I have revisionist history as well. And also like, why are we on the homepage? Like, No, it's like, what are these podcasts? And then I'm scrolling all the way down. Now I can get to the charts. I find the charts interesting because you're right. Like when it comes to podcasts, like you would be really surprised a lot of the, the, the creators who follow, follow, no matter how many like followers they have on certain social media platforms, that doesn't always translate Podcasting to podcast is listeners. is a great equalizer, you guys. Yeah, so it's like they have fancy, you know, videos and it looks like it's a really big podcast. You would be surprised that like literally... Nobody listens to their podcast and a telltale sign of like a podcast that you like follow not being popular is like if they're constantly moving networks because a, a network will drop a podcast that doesn't have enough views to monetize it. Mm. So if like a podcast you follow is always like, oh, I'm at a new network. Now I'm at podcast one. Oh, that's I'm, a, a telltale sign. I don't, that, I don't see a lot of podcasts that like are constantly moving networks. I see a couple. But a telltale sign is the, how many reviews you have. It doesn't matter yeah. what the rating is because a lot of people like hate review podcasts, but like. And if you have a lot of reviews, even if they're hate reviews, like you ha you're making noise. But that's literally Spotify, again, be doing the most. Like you can only review a podcast on Spotify that Spotify has literal proof and data that you have listened to a couple times. Yeah, gorgeous. So you can't just like ransack someone's page because you like got mad that they said something about pit bulls or whatever and then start leaving negative reviews. And Apple should adapt and steal that technology immediately. Yeah. It's, it's really so smart. Simple. It's so simple. <sighs> okay. Those are the fast five stories. So go sing your heart out on karaoke. Yeah, I will definitely. Don't worry about me. I'm not huge on karaoke, but once I'm there, I can get into it. I don't know. No, it's definitely like not fun to do something you're not like great at. Ooh, but that's the point of karaoke. But that's why like I don't like you know spin. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not fun doing something like you're not really good at. It's no, fun. but to me, I sound good and I I do get into it. But it's like then I have to listen to other people. That is the thing. Like what? Are, you're not Mariah Carey. Sit down. Yeah. No, listening to other people is beyond painful it's painful it's enjoyable to do your own I think mm -hmm. everyone enjoys they feel like a star even other people who have good voices like I don't care I don't give a shit and what song do you choose no like, it's so true who chooses this song it's so fucking true that's my problem with karaoke we should just do it me and you everything's a duet we'll enjoy the whole time or like me and you separate rooms separate mics <laughs> a solo karaoke well now you could do that with Spotify but it also the fun of karaoke is having an audience of course um, so it's good, something good to do on your birthday. You make everyone come yes. and make everyone listen to you. And Throw no one else, a concerto. No one else can have the mic. I love that. Um, we have, those are the past five, and we're about to interview Jill Zarin, so we got to prep for that. Yeah. Um, I don't believe there's anything else we have to cover. Nope. Didn't watch any more content, didn't read any more books. New episode of The Redheads is dropping, you know, who knows when. Sometime. Let me know if you want it sometime. Let me know if you want it sooner rather than later. But we are recording tonight, so if you have questions about this month's book, Email us, theredheadsbookclub at gmail.com. You can also ask us, like, any book questions in general. We're, we like answering questions. Yeah. That's the point of the book club. So, and next month's is Dana's Choice, and she gave me a sneak peek of what she's choosing, and it looks like a thriller. Ooh. It does. It's not da super Dana's choice because she always picks, like, very intellectual books, but this looks, like, really good and twisted. Um, if you're looking for more content... The Snatchler came out today, new episode. I'm on Shannon Ford's podcast, probably a podcast. Listening. I heard you guys talk about me and say nice things, so I have to get to that part. Yeah, all the TNN shows are updating weekly, so check that out. Check out our Patreon, and thank you so much. 
for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places. Swipe listen to podcasts. Find us in more toast. If you're five-star, you're a beautiful, static, it's where we are. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow for hump day. Goodbye. Goodbye.